who's your favorite comedian? Dory. <laughs> comedian is Dory? Well, she is a funny fish, man. <laughs> the Dory Monson Show on Cairo Radio. This is the big lead. Hey, you just misgendered me, man. Triggered. Coming to you from Carter Subaru Studio. Welcome. Welcome to our top stories this hour. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. So the uh, would-be, wannabe, crypto king, SBF from FTX. I think I got it straight now. I was mixing them up the first week. Uh, Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, just freaky interview with Good Morning America. But what a scandal this is. I'm going to get into that. We'll tell you what he had to say in his first sit-down interview with George Stephanopoulos earlier today. But as I've told you, this is a story that has long tentacles in Washington State as their subsidiary, Alameda Research, bought a tiny three-employee bank with only $10 million in deposits in Farmington, Washington, a town so small I'd never even heard of it, even though I've lived here my whole life. Question, where's uh, Bob Fergie Ferguson on this? Fergie! Fergie! Still don't have much of a voice. Uh, Bob Fergie Ferguson... I haven't seen any press releases. I haven't seen him jump in front of any microphones. I haven't seen that he's going to take the full force and fury and weight and power and might of the Washington State Attorney General's office and look into the role the acquisition of this bank may have played in money laundering. Money laundering that may very well have tipped the scales in the 2020 presidential election when Sam Bakeman Freed's mommy put together a political action committee that spent $108 million in advertising in the five weeks before Election Day 2020. Sam Bakeman Freed had a line item on his balance sheet called Trump Lose. And all of a sudden, the kid and his two Stanford professor parents are forming political action committees, and Bankman Freed said he wanted to give a billion dollars to the Democrat Party. Uh, and I just want to know, you got Bob Fergie Ferguson. He's always talking about what a crusader he is. Are you going to look into, Fergie, how uh, this bank was acquired? How after more than uh, 130 years, 135 years, of existence, the bank remained one of the tiniest in the country with only three employees, and then all of a sudden they have on their board of directors uh, somebody who lives in Nassau, the Bahamas, which just happens to be where Sam Bankman frieds mommy and daddy bought a $40 million mansion right next to the penthouse where Sonny Boy lives, where he would have his polyamorous relationships with his employees. Fergie, would you look into that? Would you see how Washington State is involved in what looks to be a gigantic Democrat Party money laundering scandal? Or, as I suspect, do you only look into issues that involve people from other parties? You're a little Democratic 
protection racket. I just haven't heard Fergie talk about this at all. I haven't heard Fergie talk about uh, what I was talking with Brandy Cruz about. How did Western State Hospital hire a 22-time felon? He picks up five more felonies after he gets hired. They know about it. He's stealing from the most desperate, developmentally disabled of patients, stealing cash from them, allegedly. And the prosecutor's office down in Pierce County says that they're not going to go forward with it, anything, because the developmentally disabled people can't be on the witness stand. Fergie! You going to do something about that? Oh, no, 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 no. You don't care about the felons as long as their demographics are right. Uh, you, you go after somebody with a misdemeanor, the tri- trial of Ed Troyer, charged with a misdemeanor. And, you know, people, when I, when I said, how many misdemeanors go to trial? And I, I, people said, well, you know, Troyer wanted a jury trial. Yes, I know that. But generally, if somebody says they want a jury trial, I just don't know any misdemeanors that actually go to a jury trial. They just get kicked. But Troyer is confident of his innocence. But this is another issue where Fergie and Inslee, they have they they want to make their cop hatred a selling point the next time they run for office. Because then the radical left might like them better. And so Fergie ignores the crypto bank. Fergie ignores the 27-time felon who steals from mentally ill people and developmentally disabled people at Western State Hospital. Because he jumped in when the prosecutor's uh, office in Pierce County said, yeah, we're not going after Troyer. There's nothing to go after. And that's when Inslee said, Fergie, go, go get him, boy. Get him. Go, go get him. And then Fergie, what do you say, boss? So, uh, so that's why they're spending millions and millions of dollars on a misdemeanor trial down Pierce County. But he doesn't have time to look into the crypto bank. He doesn't have time to look into uh, Sound Transit. Got my, my friend Lynn, Lynn Brewer, looking into a report that we've exclusively told you about that one of the contractors may have told Sound Transit that what they're trying to build is impossible. And Sound Transit said, okay, we're building it anyway. And the contractor said, okay, I'm out because I'm not going to be part of this liability. Fergie, are you looking into that? That's cost the taxpayers of your state over $100 billion. You care? Oh, no, no, no. Sound Transit's a Democrat project. I forgot. Hiring a diverse staff at Western State Hospital. It's a Democrat objective. So what if they steal? So what if they commit felonies? Oh, but Democrats hate cops. Not all. There are some Democrats who love cops. But Fergie and Inslee, ooh, they hate cops. Ironic. Given that Inslee is a constant state patrol accompaniment Fergie does, too, when he travels. Dow Ferguson, he's got personal Uber. So he can go out and have a drinky drink at night and not catch a DUI because that might. Hey, Fergie, 
You want to look into that? Why don't you look into the fact that taxpayers are still spending $400,000 a year so that Dow Constein can have his private Uber drivers provided to him by the King County Sheriff's Office. You want to look into that on behalf of the taxpayers? No? No? Oh. That's why Bob Ferguson's the most dangerous politician in our state's history. Because he's weaponized the highest legal office in the state. I got some more uh, stuff before I get into the big league. Uh, I have some very good news. As you know, Kamala Harris, she couldn't care less about the border. She doesn't go to the border. She's our border czar. But she's got a management style where she just ignores what she is czarin. And so uh, she's also been put in charge of the of space, which, I mean, let's face it, given what's between her two ears, probably nobody knows space better than Kamala Harris. Uh, but anyway, she's in charge of space, and uh, she had a, a, a little presser yesterday, or at least a press availability, where she gave a statement and Listen to what she's going to do with space, because I, I find this exciting. Regarding rules and norms, we are working together to develop norms for the responsible and peaceful uses of outer space. And this is critically important work. More specifically, regarding rules and norms and international rules and norms and establish rules and norms to govern space activities. So finally, we're going to have some rules and norms in space. Which uh, leads me to our Dory Monson Show text question of the day. What person named Norm do you first want sent in space? Since that's what Kamala Harris is dying to do. She wants to, she's going to have rules. And for some reason, I don't know why. And, and have we found out, Nicole, is it only people who go by Norm or are, are people named Norman included in this? Hmm, I haven't found out. But I can check. Could you, uh, well, let's just get it from her. Can we see if Kamala will jump on us yes. tomorrow afternoon? I am on it. Thanks. Okay. So, um, I, mean, I don't understand. I understand having rules. I just don't understand shooting people named Norm out into space. I, I know a couple people named Norm. They're fine people. Some of the finest people I know are named Norm. What's, uh, what's her cool, beef? Though. What's that? I mean, maybe you're lucky if you, your name Norman get to go to space. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it's a very cool idea, but uh, I just I'm wondering if she was jilted by some guy named Norm, or I mean, this just seems weird to me again. Regarding rules and norms, we are working together to develop norms for the responsible and peaceful uses of outer space, and this is critically important work. More specifically, regarding rules and norms and international rules and norms and establish rules and norms to govern space activities. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, and uh, not my first question, who named Norm would you like to see uh, sent in space? But if you are named Norm, are you excited by this? Is this finally some good news from an administration that has been uh, desperately horrible up till now? Uh, oh, and then you have this guy. So have you been following the Sam Brinton story at all, Nicole? This dude? Well, um, I mean, uh, it's hard to avoid. Yeah. So uh, you may recall, because we, we talked about this when uh, the story 
when he was first appointed to his, his job, uh, Sam Brinton, he is uh, MIT grad. He dresses in women's clothes. He wears big, he, he's a shaved head, uh, mustache, wears bright red lipstick. He's got like Gwen Stefani lipstick that he wears all the time. He wears uh, very frilly, like ballroom gowns. And he, according to uh, Joe Biden's administration, is in charge of figuring out where the United States should put its nuclear waste. And the question that a lot of people asked at the time was, is, is he truly the best person for the job? Or is this another bit of virtue signaling by an administration that's obsessed with that? Did they want to get somebody who wear, you know, a mustache, bright red lipstick, ballroom gowns? Uh, was that more important than finding the very best nuclear waste guru in the country? Well, uh, shortly after uh, he, he was hired, Sam Brinton was in the news because he attended a con. Well, first of all, pictures started emerging. He enjoys role-playing with guys who wear leather dog face masks, and they walk around on all fours with dog, leather dog masks on, and then he puts uh, chains and leashes around the doggy people doggies' necks. And so that picture emerged that he was into that sort of thing. And then right after that, it was revealed that he hosted a spanking seminar at a kink conference uh, where he uh, spoke on the, the delights of spanking as a fetish. And now, anyway, the latest with this guy is he was at uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, and a woman is on the same flight, and she's waiting for her bag, and it's a $2,400 piece of luggage. And she's watching the carousel go round and round and round, no bag. And then all the bags stopped coming out. So the airline checked, and they said, oh, yeah, we, we scanned it. it. It came out in the carousel. So they uh, went to the videotape, and they found the United States non-binary non nuclear waste guru, Sam Brenton, he stole this woman's suitcase worth $2,400. And so then the police started investigating it, and he said that, and you see him kind of running out of the airport with his suitcase. He's very hasty. So then he went to a hotel and put all of the woman's clothes in the drawers in his hotel room, and the suitcase was still sitting out there. And then he, he still said that he never stole this thing. He said he thought it was his. But they said, well, what about all the clothes? He said, I thought those were my clothes in that suitcase. He didn't recognize his own clothes. And so he still has a job. He's still got a job after all this. Well, I think they put him on leave right now. Yeah. But, but, but. Uh, there, there are some Republicans who are saying this guy is in charge of finding the best place to dump our nuclear waste. And they're just job. questioning. They what a job that would be. Yeah. I'm, I'm in charge of waste. Yeah, I, I'm sure I could find a good place for nuclear waste. <laughs> but, Send it up uh, the norm. But the... 
the question that is fair to ask is if somebody so publicly is desperate to show that they are, you know, they enjoy the spanking, they enjoy the humans with the leather dog face masks and walking them on leashes and, and all of the other stuff. Uh, it's a fair question. Is this somebody who is the best person in the world that we could have hired to be our nuclear waste guru in the United States of America. Because I work on nuclear waste management, where transparency and honesty and trust building are so critical. I get to be the person who changes the world and solves this really big, grand environmental challenge because of my lived experiences. That is such a powerful perspective that you showing up authentically empowers your work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, did you uh, mention that he didn't check any bags too? So he said, "Oops, I didn't yeah. mean to grab that." But really, oh, yeah. no, oops, the, the, I didn't even check you, a bag. I, I meant to, but I didn't. Yeah, he got on the plane with no bags, and then he leaves the airport with one, and he said, "Oh, I thought it was mine." Shoot! And, Sometimes and, you just forget just when said, you. <laughs> in that soundbite, he said, uh, "My job as the nuclear waste guru." is all about transparency and truth. I would think you'd have enough to fire the guy now. But the way we run things now, it's not about who's the best person for the job. It's about how many boxes they check. I mean, that's that's how you end up with a White House press spokesperson who, you know, when asked about student loans. On your question of student loan, are you talking about uh, what specifically just because you said two weeks has passed but as you know uh we uh a, as you know there uh we have um uh it, we have uh, sent this up to Her job as a spokeswoman when she's asked about hunter biden's laptop and the top republican on the house oversight committee congressman comer has said that he's investigated looking for your reactions to that and and then on the merits of the allegations can you address whether the president was involved in any of his son uh, hunter or his brother's uh, foreign business deals? so look i, I you know, um, there's there's some a little bit of uh, interesting, uh, you know, kind of on brand uh, thinking here because um, I'm just saying maybe we're not hiring the best people for the job, but we're obsessed with factors that really aren't relevant to people being the best choice for the job. That's the way it appears to me. But I'm just a lowly talk show host. That is your Big Lead this hour. The Big Lead on Cairo Radio. Okay, still to come, Sam Bankman-Fried, his first real sit-down interview since the FTX bankruptcy scandal could be the biggest corporate bankruptcy scandal in history. And he's he sounded awful in this interview today. But we'll share it with you coming up next here on the Dory Monson Show. The story that we've been following rather closely, the bankruptcy of FTX, a cryptocurrency that was endorsed by Tom Brady and other... Who are the other celebrities, Nicole? It was Tom Brady, somebody else really Well, prominent. Giselle is... Wife. Well, um, Giselle, yeah, but there was somebody else, too. Uh, really famous. Uh, Almost as famous. Uh, oh, uh, 
what's his name from uh, Seinfeld? Uh, uh, Larry David. Larry David. Oh, yeah, he did. Yep. You know what I don't understand about the Larry Davids and Tom Brady's of the world when they're chasing that crypto cash? And uh, it was a different crypto exchange that Matt Damon, remember during the uh, Super Bowl last year, Matt Damon started doing these commercials about how uh, only the bold get rewarded. And, and he looked all hunky and and reasonable in what he had to say. But with guys like Larry David and Tom Brady. And Shaq, Giselle, that was the other one. Shaq was too. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, Larry David, I think, is almost a billionaire. Uh, you know, Brady and Giselle have hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't know why you would put your reputation on something that is so unknown because it, it just you you can screw over so many people when you do that. I mean, if Larry David and Tom Brady lose. $5 million, they don't notice it. It doesn't change their way of life at all. But if some clients who believe in these guys lose 100000 which is half their life savings maybe, because they think, well, it's got to be reputable if these guys are attached to it. Uh, I don't understand why they chose to endorse something so risky. It doesn't make sense to me. But I only endorse the finest, as you know. Uh, but anyway, Sam Bankman-Fried, the brains behind FTX, uh, this could be the biggest corporate bankruptcy in history. Uh, it also more and more is looking like a Democrat Party laundering operation. Uh, he spoke to a New York Times forum yesterday about, because right now, the kid, he just turned 30. Kid to me. He lives in a penthouse that overlooks the ocean in the Bahamas. Mommy and Daddy, Stanford Profs, they have a $40 million mansion right next door in the Bahamas. I mean, it pays well to be a Stanford Prof, but $40 million mansion and Sonny Boy in in a penthouse. That makes you wonder. But people are asking... Why isn't he in prison yet? And the answer is because he talked about he wanted to give money to fight climate change and he wanted to give money predominantly. He gave some to Republicans, but the vast majority that he gave was to the Democrat Party because that's his party. And the New York Times asked if he's worried about prison. How concerned are you about criminal liability at this point? So I don't think that, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't personally think that I have, uh, you know, but... I think the real answer is that's not, it sounds weird to say, but but it, I think the real answer is that's not what I'm focusing on. Um, it's, uh, there's going to be a time and a place for me to sort of think about myself and my own future, but I don't think this is it. Like, right now, I mean, look, I, I've had a bad month. Um, this has not been any fun for me, but... That's not what matters here. Like, what matters here is the millions of customers. What matters here is all the stakeholders in FTX uh, who who got hurt and and trying to do everything I can to help them out. You know, how did people think? He now claims that he, he's down to his last $100,000. Uh, 
you know, a few months, a couple of years ago, uh, Forbes and Fortune magazine, they were putting him on the cover, uh, all these, all this adulation and these, this boy genius. And they said that he was worth $22 billion. How do people think you go from nothing to 22 bill when you don't have, you're not creating anything? I mean, you know, Bill Gates and Paul Allen, they created a, a software company that people desired. They were able to negotiate getting it on computers when computers were the, the new thing. Jeff Bezos became the richest man in the world for a while because he created an entirely different way of doing retail. Uh, and the richest man in the world now, Elon Musk, he was a pioneer in electric cars, and he pursued his passion of space travel. And he has bought Twitter and wants to revolutionize how social media communicates instead of it being a political uh, left-wing operation like Facebook is. But they create something that people want or that people want to view, and so advertisers want to be attached to it in the case of Twitter. But Sam Bankman-Fried... There's no underlying value to crypto. Now, the dirty little secret, of course, is there's no underlying value to the American dollar either. And that's why I've heard so many people criticizing cryptocurrency because it has no underlying intrinsic value. But the United States dollar used to be on the gold standard. There used to be you, you could exchange your U.S. printed minted cash for gold, an equivalent amount. But we got off the gold standard, and now we're in the $30 trillion mess that we're in because you have at both parties, presidents and Congress of both parties, just printing money. And it has no intrinsic value other than the full faith of the American government. But, uh, but that's to me, that's always been the weird criticism of crypto because I think the American dollar is quickly heading into that. It has no intrinsic value and nothing to base it on. And I'm sure there are you know, bankers and investment gurus who are texting me right now telling me how I'm off on that. But, uh, but otherwise, we couldn't print $30 trillion. I wish we were still on a standard where we couldn't print money the way we do. Uh, but Sam Bankman-Fried, he should be in shackles right now. The only reason he isn't is because he was predominantly a Democrat donor. Uh, and he says that he didn't pay attention to risk. I sh really should have spent some time each day taking a step back and saying, what are the most important things here, right? And, like, how do I have oversight of those and make sure that I'm not losing track of those. And frankly, I did a pretty incomplete job at that. I spent a lot less time looking at assets and looking at balances and positions because that's not where revenue came from. And so it, I wasn't seeing as a core business driver. Obviously, it was a core risk, and that was a huge mistake. Of well, the only place revenue would come from is if you get more and more investors, which makes it a Ponzi scheme. That, that is a classic Ponzi scheme. If the only way you make money is by getting more and more people to invest in your increasingly worthless currency. And so, yes, there's a scam. Yes, he's a con artist. You should go to prison for decades. Uh, have you seen, I, I think we've talked about this, Nicole. Have you seen that documentary about the, the woman in Silicon Valley who started the blood testing 
Oh yes, I I got very into that. It I is just watched that a couple weekends ago, and she's going to prison. They've delayed it apparently because she got pregnant twice. She, she got pregnant twice, and she still got prison. So nice work, mom. Yeah, I, th- I think she's gotten it delayed again. But she's somebody who you know just built investors by lying about a non-existent product. And she's going to prison. So you have Sam Bankman freed. He should spend most of the rest of his life in prison. He destroyed some people financially. All right, quick time out. Then we'll count down our favorite sound bites of the day. Awesome audio coming up next. Stretch we come with the day with the show with the show with a day. But we are not done. This is when we like to count down our favorite sound bites of the day. This is Dory Monson's awesome audio clips of the day. Uh, we just played this one at the beginning of this hour, but I just enjoyed it very much. Uh, Kamala Harris, our border czar, she never goes to the border. She is our space czar. Have you noticed she's never gone to space either? Any place we put her in a czar position, she avoids. Can somebody please make her the Washington, D.C. czar? Anyway, um, but she is the space czar, and she announced with great fanfare yesterday that uh, even though she's ignoring our border crisis, she is all over space. Regarding rules and norms, we are working together to develop norms for the responsible and peaceful uses of outer space. And this is critically important work. More specifically, regarding rules and norms and international rules and norms and establish rules and norms to govern space activities. Not just, She's on this. She's not just establishing rules. But she's establishing rules and norms. Uh, Joe Biden. You're up. Okay, who's the next question? Got my list here. Is my turn to call on someone? Right? Okay, how about NPR? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's who they put on the list for Joe. So that could be anybody who's going to challenge him. NPR. But I like that. He forgot that he was told by his masters that who he must call on because they plant the question and then they script the answer because Joe isn't functional. So, uh, NPR. Uh, but man, I tell you what, this crowd that he was speaking to, they are fired up about his second term. Thanks. Ooh, that's a tell. Could you hear that? One per it wasn't a fired up crowd. It was one person who yelled four more years, and Joe Biden said, "I don't know about that. He's not run. He knows he can't run." Oh, by the way, you know what I'm going to talk to tomorrow? Uh, Dick Morris, presidential strategist for Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. So he's worked both sides of the aisle. But I'm going to find out from him first of all. I have no idea this Kanye West. Brought two guests, including a raging white supremacist, which is just unfathomably stupid by whoever Donald Trump surrounds himself with. But aren't there Secret Service who vet, who a former president sits down with? Doesn't he have staffers 
who vet and do background checks. And they don't let Kanye just come waltzing in with random people. But what a massive failure by Donald Trump and his handlers that they let Trump sit down with a raging white supremacist, which is going to come back to haunt Trump. But who knows to what extent? Because I've heard a million things that were going to be Trump's final undoing, and they aren't. But, man, that was stupid. But I'm going to ask Dick Morris how in the world that could have happened. I'm going to see if he he still thinks Trump is going to go unopposed by Republicans. And I'll see who he thinks is going at it on the Democrat side. So we'll have Dick Morris joining us tomorrow on the big show. All right. And uh, finally... Uh, This is, again, I'm just absolutely baffled by this. The commissioner of the NHL says that his goal is to make the National Hockey League more diverse. So he wants more female people of color playing in the National Hockey League. At least that's the way it sounds to me. Looking at the hockey landscape in five years, what does progress look like to both of you? Commissioner Bettman. To me, to, to me, progress looks like uh, that we become more reflective of the communities in which our teams play, that there are more black players of both sexes, players of color of both sexes, and that we are more diverse than we've been. He wants more people of color of both sexes playing in the National Hockey League. So he thinks he's going to get uh, women who can compete with the best male hockey players on planet Earth. It's very odd, very out of time. But he was just trying to score the virtue signaling points. I got to get out of here. The John Kelly Sherry Elker Show is coming up next. God bless you in these crazy times, and I will see you back here tomorrow. High noon. Hello. Thank you, D-Man. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You're really a fantastic audience.